ramming your brain through a table of wrestling knowledge. Announce Table. 187 episodes of the Spanish Announce Table now. That's T Mac across the way over there. It's 187, right? I don't know. I don't know how to count. Huh. So you sure. Look, you do look studious tonight. You're in your, uh, what, what will we call this? Your study? Is that your study? This is my study. Ooh, yes. I like that. Yeah. I, I, I'm in my study to talk about the fine art of professional wrestling. You have, and this is not an exaggeration, there is a library of books behind you. And Indeed. Like well, a, if you've seen some of our uh, Facebook Live videos, you have seen this place as uh, Boogeyman, or excuse me, not Boogeyman, Papa Shango's uh, basement. No, Papa Shango's basement was the other um, uh, was the other place where he had that studio oh. in it. But that's just parts unknown. That was somewhere in parts unknown. Oh, this is parts unknown. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, that, that was the West Said of parts unknown. Is now your study. Uh, West Side, uh-huh. and you you used to record out of the East Side of parts. Unknown. East Side, where are you at, boy? Mm-hmm. How are you, T Mac? I'm well. You know, it was a kind of a sad week in the world of professional wrestling, which we'll get into in our headlines. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I am doing okay. I uh, discovered a great new project called the Solutions Project. Uh, and if you want more information, it's the solutions project.org. What it is, is accelerating the transition to a hundred percent clean, mm. renewable energy for all. So making it accessible for me, you and the billionaires to move to clean, renewable energy, because fun fact, we only got one earth and fun fact, if it screws up, we're all dead. Mm-hmm. And especially this week. Uh, made me want to uh, find more things to be a part of to help this process because we're in Kansas City. It's the month of February. Typically, it snows, and I'm in shorts. Yeah, it was like what seventy something today. I mean, it was yes, it was seventy eight degrees in February. Uh, here's another fun trivial fact for you: three years ago on this day, we had twelve inches of snow. That's typical. This isn't uh, two years in a row where we essentially do not have a winter uh not to get on a soapbox but that is scary so uh i've been doing some research on the solutionsproject.org uh finding out how i can be a part of it uh finding out ways that i can do my part and then uh you know just doing my research also i am uh at this study because me and the old girlfriend are giving out a trial run of if we can live together. So mm-hmm. far, success. So far, so good. Because uh, even though I'm an asshole and very mm. opinionated and very uh, stubborn with my way of thought, I'm easy to listen or I'm easy to live with. Very easy to live with. Mm. I'm 
uh, I'm very accommodating. I don't take up a lot of space. I'm very clean. Mm-hmm. And so people like to live with me. Well, and I, th- I believe you found somebody that you could live with too, because uh, this woman is very intelligent. Uh, oh, she's great. Yeah. She's a million dollars. We knew that part was going to be fine. Right. Well, <laughs> was, yes, we knew that, oh, but, but our listeners yeah. may not. You've had some um, interesting, uh, significant others over the course of this show. Um, oh, some yeah. wild ones for sure. Uh, yep. This one is well-grounded, uh, certainly on a great path uh, of success. Uh, she's a very, very down-to-earth human being. Uh, I'll tell you a fun, yeah. quick story. Um, so when Anthony was telling his mother about my girlfriend, because I'm I'm friends with his parents. Obviously, we sure. lived together for three years. Mm-hmm. Me and Anthony, that is, not right. his parents. So <laughs> yeah. they would come, they would come over. Stayed house for three years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, so they would come over. You know, we'd visit. So I'm friends with them, right? Right. And so Anthony was describing my girlfriend and you know she she's very beautiful mm-hmm. she's smart she's intelligent great job all this stuff you know and so uh anthony's mother goes so she's an adult mm-hmm. and he's like that's it i couldn't put my finger on what it is that i like so much about it anthony's like, she's an adult i never thought of it in those terms <laughs> yeah well because you know you never think you're actually grown up right. until like someone else tells you until and so you uh, face. yeah so uh that's what it is. But anyhow, so we've been doing that. Uh, the solutions project.org. I can't stress that enough. Um, trying to be a part of that. And so that's what I've been up to. What about you? You know, I, uh, recently realized that it was, we should, I could have talked about this in the last episode, but when we were, I was out on the Valentine's weekend date with the, uh, mm-hmm. wife, uh, I realized I was pretty well grown up when we were walking through power and light. And I said, why is it so loud? <laughs> Like, <laughs> why is it so loud? And she just laughed. Well, they turned on this music. She What's just, with all the lights? She just laughed. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. That is a great old uh-huh. man. Yeah. Like, why is it? Because it just seemed unusually loud. I was like, man, is it always this loud here? Um, We, you know, I had a great uh, last week. since We obviously went to an NWLKC show. We had a special. We put that out. That was fun. Um, Went to... um. A friend's uh, youth basketball game, and by that I mean uh, our friend of the family is the coach, and his son uh, is playing on the team, so we went and watched that, uh, and that was fun. Uh, and then uh, we went and met some other friends in a Topeka, Kansas, a town you know about an hour away from us, and uh, we did um, a bunch of good family outing stuff. We did some go-karts, batting cages, uh, mini golf. Hey, side note, mini golf. You ever call it putt-putt? Mm-hmm. You ever heard of it called that? Okay. I didn't know yeah. if that was a... Uh, there was a – my wife and I were trying to figure this out because there was a uh, a mini golf place uh, where I grew up in Manhattan, Kansas, and that was the name of it. So I didn't know. I was like, do we just call it that because that was the name of the place in Manhattan or do other people call it that as well? Right. So, so yeah. Um, yeah, I've always I've, – I've heard it both ways, but I think sure. – I think the more dominant name for that activity is mini golf. Mm-hmm. But I think the fun way to say it is putt putt. You know what I mean? Like, hey, let's right. do some putt putt. You let's know. Do some and so, yeah, I love go karting. I grew up uh, oh, go karting. Yeah. Oh my god, my fun. stepdad holds the record uh, at every place he went uh, to go kart at. Nice. So, like nice. that Saddlers that's out by you. Yeah. Um, there's three places here. There's a Which Cool Crest. All that stuff. Closed now, actually. Saddlers, I think. Oh, it did. May not be. I'm not sure. I think it may be though. Well, he yep. has the lap record. I know that because he nice. is the best driver of all time. Anyhow, 
Um, so yeah, I grew up go karting, so love that. Love yeah. the mini golf. I love the batting cages too. Batting oh. cages are fun. Yeah, yeah. Give me a fast pitch, I'll fucking rocket that shit out of there. Or some slow pitch softball. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll, ooh, Feel, I'll yeah, talk. Confidence I'll is talk high. Sh- yeah, and I'll talk shit while I do it too. Uh, you know, like you know, in basketball, when people like shoot it and they go Kobe, you know, mm-hmm. I'll say Ruth when I hit it, <laughs> Ruth. Babe Ruth. I like that. All right, well, let's get into uh, what we're here for. This is a professional wrestling podcast, and we talk about the week that was, and maybe some other topics here and there. But we always kick these off right here with a little segment we like to call the Mother Loving News. This is where we talk about, uh, we pick the four biggest topics of the week. There was obviously many more, but uh, do your own research. But we're going to pick the four ones for brevity purposes and kind of talk about those. You want to go first, or you want me to do it? I'll go first. Okay. WWE's Hall of Fame just felt the bang. DDP. DDP uh, will join the WWE Hall of Fame class 2017. Huh? Uh, I consider him the original people's champ. I thought of him in WCW mm-hmm. as like the everyman guy. Mm-hmm. And he was the guy that... At least in WCW, you could be like, yeah, that's my dude. Like, I relate yeah, to that guy. There was nobody that was like, oh, I don't really like Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah. Now, you might not like the storylines mm-hmm. or, you know, towards the end, everything in WCW was just hot right. garbage. But, like, um, when they ran that video package for him on uh, Monday Night Raw, one of the cool things that I like that they brought up is he was the first guy to, like, take a poke at the NWO. You know, mm-hmm. so the NWO is running over everyone, right? Mm-hmm. Luger, Sting, Macho Man, uh, every one of them. And then here comes Hall and Nash to have their good friend DDP join the NWO. And then, bang, he got two mm-hmm. of them of those diamond cutters on there. Yep. And it was like, wow, look at this guy. Well, and just and like I he, think that really made him. And he's just a likable guy for whatever reason, too. Even now when he's plugging this DDP yoga and he's so over the top with it, and it's almost nauseating the plugs for DDP yoga. Uh, and he's so uber positive. You're still kind of like, yeah, it's DDP, man. You guys, you know, right. what I mean? like, yeah. you're like, yeah, he, he, he's hustling. That's what he's right. always done his entire life. Right. And, you know, I think we all know the whole story from he started late in his mm-hmm. uh, like at, wrestling at career. You know, he was 35. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he started late. Um, then he made his first appearance uh, in the pink Cadillac at WrestleMania, yeah. driving down um, the honky tonk man, you know, all that stuff. Mm. He has the, one of the coolest finishers of all time, in, in my opinion. When he, oh, when yeah. uh, Goldberg tries to jackhammer him mm-hmm. and he flips that around and then gets the diamond cutter, that yeah. was sick as shit. Super cool. Um, yeah. Good choice yeah, for the I, Hall of Fame. Great name for the Hall of Fame. A great number two, in my opinion, because Kurt Angle is obviously the yep. headliner. This is a great spot for DDP because I don't think he was a big enough star to be the headliner. Right. But he definitely wasn't the first guy should you know that should open the show kind of thing. Exactly. So I thought this was a good spot yeah, for him. He's the kickoff guy, right? Because that's usually the second biggest name. Right. Because it wheels you know wheels you in, then they get the others out of the way, and then the headliner. That's a good right, choice. exactly. Yep. And, you know, uh, another credit to him as we keep talking about him just a little bit more is uh, he was really outside of Goldberg. The only guy that WCW made during that 
attitude era, Monday night war area era, whatever you want to call it. It mm-hmm. was like Goldberg DDP. Cause everyone mm-hmm. else sting flair, obviously Hogan, macho man. That was all like NWA yeah. WWF stuff. Mm-hmm. Like those two were the only ones that really got, well, Booker T, but that was kind of after like the war was already done. Um, don't forget glacier. Easy. <laughs> And he was a, and he was always the other guy when they did celebrity matches. Remember, yes. it was Hogan and Rodman versus Malone and DDP, mm-hmm. and then it was Leno. Eric Bish, yeah, Eric Bischoff and Hogan versus Leno and DDP. Yep. So mm-hmm. at least they trusted him enough to be like, hey man, you're yeah. going to carry the ball for this. He match. was a big mainstream media crossover guy for them, very much. Yeah, he really was. Yeah, that's yeah. a great, great, uh, yep. great All right. point. We'll move on. Good job, DDP. We better get some ice cream out of this. Oh, are they really going to do it? I hope so. The New Day will serve as the host for WrestleMania 33, according to announcements made by WWE and the members of the trio. The New Day told TMZ that they will be hosting, and WWE announced it as well on social media. Is this just because they're not going to put them in a match and they want to sell some merch and... Well, I think they're better suited for this if they're not going after the title, right? So they're fun little... Right, and they're fun little five-minute segments that they can do throughout the show, mm-hmm. and they can interact with anyone, right? So they yeah. can be scared of the Wyatt family. They can uh, get ticketed by the fashion police and Fandango and Tyler They'll, Breeze. They will dance with the celebrity that's there. Right, yeah. Right. They can they can talk with The Rock. They can talk with Stone Cold. They can talk with uh, you know uh, Enzo and Cass. Like, they're versatile and it's good because if they're not going for the world title what are they going to lose again remember they lost last year at wrestlemania to the uh allied nations or whatever the hell they were called the the nation of europeans or what was that called remember that yeah uh the uh, league of nations league of nations that's what i was trying to come up with so uh, yeah um i think it's great for them for like where they're at yeah I, I think it's a, yeah, it's good. Uh, some of it will be cheesy, but that's kind of what WrestleMania is. It's a you know, yeah. It's it's for the casual fan. It's for hey, significant other. Hey, you know, immediate family. Why don't you come over and just give this a shot? And right. they will at least make them those casual people uh, have a smile on their face. I like it. All right, we'll move on. All right, uh, I don't have a headline for this, mm-hmm. um, but a trio of deaths um, occurred this week. Yeah. Uh, first off, I'll stick with who I think is the most famous of the three, and this is just personal opinion. Um, George the Animal Steel has mm-hmm. passed away at the age of 79. Uh, Steel, whose real name is William James Myers, was one of WWE's wild and outrageous stars. Um he actually received his master's degree, as this uh, states to me, from mm-hmm. the University of Central Michigan and was a high school teacher and a wrestling coach in Michigan. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah, and he used to wrestle in a mask uh, when he was wrestling on the indie scene because of that. He was a teacher and didn't want everybody knowing who he was. He was like the original Matt Stryker, and then he made it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. He didn't, he didn't say him. he was marking out, bro, and got fired for it. Yeah, so he passed away at the age of 79, which, I mean, that's... Not that old, but it's very old for oh, wrestler years. Yeah. And um, I always think of him eating the turnbuckle, trying to like hug Miss Elizabeth. Yes. 
Yeah, that one sucked a lot because George the Animal Steel. Okay, so I know for a, a true fact, the first wrestler I ever saw was Hulk Hogan, right? Because I remember my parents saying like, oh, you'll like this guy's Hulk Hogan. It was WrestleMania 2. Uh, watch that whole thing. But one of the, like, now, okay, so now go back to that time frame, and now moving on from that date, I'm a wrestling fan, right? I'm a kid, I'm seeking it out, and I'm watching wrestling. One of the first wrestlers I, like, would see and cling to was George Animal Steel. I would try to be George Animal Steel. I would chew on my tongue. I would pretend like I was eating turnbuckles. I, you know what I mean? Like, he was a hard favorite early on, one of the first, like, you know what I mean? Like, superheroes, as it were. Like, loved George yeah. Animal Steel. I thought he was one of the really good wrestlers for the kids. Like, you know how even modern day kind of Kofi Kingston was doing that for like the, Hey, I know you have John Cena, but you also have Kofi. And in that era, you know, you had Hulk Hogan, but you also had Mm -hmm. George Daniel Steele. He was the non-threatening. Like he wasn't ever going to be, you know, they they weren't going to put the world title on George Animal Steele. You know what I mean? But like he was the, always going to be in a, a featured storyline mm-hmm. that you're at least going to smile at. And, and when he ate the turnbuckle, love everyone oh, loved it. So fun. Yes. And they worked that Miss, Miss Elizabeth angle really well. Definitely. It didn't come off right. creepy and all that. Like, it was really cool. Yeah, it's sad to see him gone. All right. And then the second one, Ivan Koloff mm-hmm. uh, passed away after a long battle with liver cancer. He was 74. Um, there is a GoFundMe page set up by his daughter. Uh, to help with uh, the, um, I guess, cost. medical bills, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, cost of burial, things like that. And so I don't I, honestly like I'm a little bit younger, so I mm. only recognize him as a face. I don't necessarily remember too much from his career personally. Now I've read and I've watched, you know, uh, the network, things like that. Mm. So I'm aware of what he did. But as far as personal, I don't really know. Like, I don't feel too much about yeah. what his right. career was. Me neither. No, but he definitely was a name that people knew. You know what I mean? Like, he was obviously big enough that not knowing too much, I still knew the name through all these years. That's for sure. Yes. Yep. Um, and then the third, and this is unfortunately kind of when these things happen, the lesser known of the deaths. But Nicole Bass uh, has passed away. Um, not too many details as far as what i really wanted to dig into and find out i just know that she passed away uh, do you know more about this because i really i only yeah, I found don't know what caused it but she was essentially brain dead and was on life support and even the report came out before she was dead because the girlfriend uh, nicole bass's girlfriend had been posting for her on her page and basically was like hey she's dead uh but actually did that before she had actually died um so, but, and then she came out later, she's like, look, sorry, I, you know what I mean? Like, we're, we're all discreet, you know, like I posted that, but I kind of forgot to mention, like, she's still alive, but we're going to be pulling the plug, that kind of thing. So, um, I don't remember exactly what it was that put her into that state. Uh, I don't remember the story, but just kind of a, uh, you know what I mean? That's a tough decision for her family and loved ones to have to deal with, you know? Definitely. She passed away at the age of 52. Uh, what I remember most about her was being Sable's like muscle. Mm-hmm. Like, I always was like, yeah, China's there, but have you seen Nicole Bass? Mm-hmm. That chick is stronger than most Huge. dudes. Mm-hmm. And I remember on the Howard Stern show, I know that she was part of, like, the Whack Pack or whatever it was called. Mm-hmm. And they would always have, like, uh, Beetlejuice and then her do, like, a like knowledge competition or something right. like that. And so, I mean, they and she was also in ECW. I remember she was in ECW for a while mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. 
uh, again, I only remember fainting little things like that. I don't know her career that well, but yeah, me neither. Yeah. So a sad week in wrestling. Some people passed away. It always happens in threes, and this was no different. Yeah, especially like I mean, it happens in threes a lot, but this was same week three in pro wrestling. Even like that's a that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Come on. All right. I thought we told you to give this guy the Benoit treatment. Easy. The Rock called CM Punk in front of the Raw crowd this week after the show went off air, and WWE officials are not happy about it. The Rock was on hand to aid in the production of Fighting With My Family, a movie about Paige and her family that uh, that The Rock's production company is co-producing with WWE Studios. While addressing the crowd after the show, the crowd began chanting CM Punk due to the filming of a match between the actresses playing Paige and AJ Lee, the wife of CM Punk. The Rock said he would call CM Punk so he could hear the chants, which he did, though Punk did not answer, saying later on social media that he was walking his dog at the time. Vince McMahon and Triple H were reportedly very upset and sent a member of the production team to ringside to urge The Rock to wrap it up. Boy, The Rock, uh, he gives no fucks. <laughs> he's yeah, why would he? Fucking, you know? and, yeah. and I think he's still friends with CM Punk in the sense that if they were at the same party or something like that, they would talk to each other. Sure. So to him, it's like, well, why not? But like from what I read, Triple H was really the, the more pissed of the two oh, sure. between him and Vince. Yeah. So I found that fascinating because now you're starting to see, you know, eventually, uh, just like we saw wrestlers die and Vince will pass away. And you're starting to see that little that little uh, the little transfers of power almost. Like who's but, assuming right, that, the least. transfer of power. But what I'm saying is, you know, we always got so mad at Vince McMahon for holding grudges. Right. Mm-hmm. So like Bruno Sammartino was banned for so long yep. and all these guys. But then Triple H came in and like mended all these fences. And we thought, OK, so when he takes over, it's going to be a brand new day. And uh, it's like, yeah. well, hold on, pump the brakes. He's got one already. And his name yeah. is CM Punk. Right. And so. Well, because he was I, personally involved in that one. So. Right, yeah, you know? and so I just found that a little interesting with how upset, at least reportedly, Triple H was because it's like, well, I thought you were the guy that like mended all the fences and made everything cool. Off subject of that, and kind of just a little quick spiral into that whole McMahon and Helmsley, and who's kind of assuming more of what roles now. Um, I saw a report that Tyler Bate, the UK champion, Bate, mm-hmm. Bates, uh, mentioned he hasn't even met Vince McMahon yet. So that yeah. means like everything's been done through Triple H. On that end. Well, I mean, yeah, because that's NXT on the lower scale of NXT. You know, yeah. I think he defends that title as an opening match. Actually, I know that he has on like house shows at NX, right. NXT in Orlando. You know but, what I mean? I mean so, there yeah, was a time Vince where I'm sure everybody that worked in a WWE ring had met Vince McMahon at some point. Right. I mean, like and he he's only 19, a... so he's got plenty of time. Well, Vince doesn't, but he right. does. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that was interesting choice by The Rock. And clearly that was just a moment of Rock not thinking like – like not being in the loop enough to know like how pissed off they actually are at CM Punk. You know what I mean? Like, True. You know what I mean? Like I, not knowing – And I also thing. think it's a little bit of the – this is me just kind of outside spitballing what I think and freestyling as uh, – Conrad would say, mm-hmm. I, I think that was also Rock trying to save face and be the cool guy, right? Right. So if you're the wrestler and they start chanting another wrestler's name, well, hey, he's cool too. Look, and I know him. It's like one of those right. things. I felt like it was like him still trying to be the cool guy at school. Look, I have Punk's number. We'll call him. And it was really like, no, they just wanted to say that because AJ Lee, it was weird. Like, did you see the entrance of her, of the character A.J. Lee? Uh, I didn't see. I just saw stills of them in the ring It was together. weird. 
it was just weird to see like with that set aj lee's music being you know played and here comes a skipping in air quotes aj lee i thought that was surreal kind of yeah that had to be weird for the crowd there like yeah of course that that, like that would have been interesting like had we been at raw like that would have been like really this is fucking going on right now Mm-hmm. And I even read on uh, another report that after SmackDown and 205 Live, they switched the set to Raw and got more crowd shots and stuff for this mm. movie. Wow! So they so they changed up all the Raw or you know SmackDown yeah. over to Raw, and then there you got that. Yes. All right. Well, that was the mother loving news for the week. Some of the the hottest topics, as it were. We're going to take a break and come out of here, and we're going to talk about what you listening at home want us to talk about. We do that through Tweet the Table. And if you don't know what that is, you need to stick around and find out. And you'll do that when we return to the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And every year, February 14th is also celebrated as National Condom Day. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. Somebody gonna get there. Tweet the tables, Red, right here on the Spanish Announce Table. Tweet the tables is a fun, interactive part of the show where you get to tell us what to talk about throughout the week. You do that by using Twitter and using hashtag Tweet the Table whenever you have a wrestling thought at all. Use hashtag Tweet the Table. And we're gonna read the best of them right here, right here, right now, on this show right here. <laughs> we're gonna do that. And uh, T Mac kicks off like this with at Grapple underscore this says. With episode 200 coming up, the Spanish announce table should dedicate it to either No Holds Barred or Mr. T's YouTube song dedication to his mom. Hashtag tweet the table. We do have episode 200 coming up soon. Yeah, you know what I actually want to do? Excuse me as my voice goes through puberty. Uh, I want to go back to what we did at episode 100. And I haven't put this uh, past you yet. But I want audio clips sent to us and so we can hear from you again. Yeah, I like that. I think every 100 episodes, that's what we should Mm -hmm. do. We keep doing this. So we did at 100. Two hundred. Send us your any and every wrestling thought. We'll respond to it. Yeah, send us a and then three hundred. Four hundred. Ninety second clip. Ninety second clip. Yep, ninety second clip. Just like last time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Any and every wrestling thought, whether it's about the show, Monday Night Raw, uh, SmackDown, Captain Awesome specifically, me specifically, Mm -hmm. uh, another listener specifically. Why not? Mm, why not? And uh, send it in, and we will air it on episode 200 and then respond. So like there. There you I go. like that idea. At Mr. Fourth Row says, Earl Hebner receiving a low blow click or kick this week. Maybe he'll learn to keep his hands to himself now. Hashtag tweet the table. Uh, I didn't watch God Impact. bless you. Yeah. God bless you. I watched it that one week when I just got my PlayStation View. Uh, yeah. And that was the last time I watched it. <laughs> yeah. Two people chime in on this next one. At WIR Cata says, Natty accusing Nikki of being manufactured for Instagram likes, yet Natty also runs an Instagram account for her cat. Okay, Natty. Hashtag tweet the table. And at B underscore double underscore. This. What? Right. B B double. Did you say grapple? No, B underscore double underscore. Oh. D. I'm sorry. I thought (laughs) I heard you say grapple. Nope. 
says, uh, anybody else hear Natty tell Nikki good job after the jump kick spot? Hashtag tweet the table. I didn't see that yet, so no. Well, she's the worst wrestler on the <laughs> roster. She's uh, the worst wrestler even if she was on NXT. Well, Liv Morgan is maybe, better than her. Maybe that's how she sucks. Nikki has to hear it that way because she's used to John Cena and he calls spots out loud as hell. You think he calls spots out like that when they're in bed? Doggy. I wonder how that is. <laughs> uh, I can I wonder just how imagine. That is. I think he's like, they're working it. He's like, cowgirl. And just, <laughs> just calling out spots, man. Like it. Three yeah. people chime in on this one. At Lady Undertaker says, please, WWE, give Cesaro some new entrance music. Maybe some Bond movie music. It would fit. Hashtag tweet the table. At WIR Countess says, how Cesaro still has that god awful music is beyond me. Hashtag tweet the table. And at the ultimate one says, did anyone catch Graves accidentally calling Cesaro Claudio, which is his real name, by the way? Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, and then he laughed about it. Mm-hmm. He yeah. giggled to himself. He's like, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. Which is weird because Graves doesn't music screw up is, much. But. I think his music is god-awful. It's terrible. I, you know, one thing that I never consider a tag team is if they don't have an entrance music together. Yeah, and I hate the mixture music. Yeah. Yeah. You have to have an original song. Mm-hmm. And they don't. And so don't. I'm always like, oh, it's just Cesaro and Sheamus. And well, they're both where that, they're at. That's a clue where they're like, this might not last. We're going to see where right. this goes. That's when I'm always like, okay, well, when is this going to break up? I'm not invested because I know eventually they're just going to turn on each other. Although mm-hmm. this has been going on forever. Has been been on for a while since the split, essentially. Then, then they need to be the European thing. Just make those two the European people, you know? I've been calling for Sheamus uh, in a... European, you know, just cool guy, you know, in the pub tag team for a while, but that's not what this is. Uh, they well, they hinted be. like it was going to be, but Cesaro can't pull that off. He's a dork, but he can fight. He so can he fight. could just be the Seamus could be the one that hey fella and talks all the shit, and then they just both like just like they did. Yes, in that one bar scene, that yeah. was the one time just, I liked he, that team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, At, this is a new one. At the Mike eight one six. What up? says, first hour of Raw was dumb. Hashtag tweet the table. Here's what I do. Here's mm-hmm. a little insight on how I watch wrestling. I miss the first hour on purpose. Mm-hmm. I, I do something else. I play NBA 2K. I yep. uh, research you know, the Solutions Project on solutionsproject.org. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do something, right? Right. And then I start the show – at eight, but at the seven o'clock, I watch the first segment. I fast forward through everything to get to eight o'clock, and then I'm watching it normal. Because yeah. at first, it's just what am I going to watch? Another TJ Perkins bullshit match? I mean, it's yeah. all just fluff after the first segment. Now, I thought the first hour was largely dumb. I like the first, the opening segment, but we'll get into that later in tweet the table. A lot of people want to talk about that. At WIR Cata says, Renee was right. Where the hell are the replays? They always show replays when both guys get eliminated. Hashtag tweet the table. And at Katie first. Lady. Says, we've seen the replay. AJ fell first. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, they kind of botched that one, so they had to. Yeah. I mean, it was total. It was like a boom, boom. It was, you know, it wasn't even close, I didn't think. Yeah. You know how they get, how they should get around that is by saying, if you've already went over the top rope, if you're. Feet then both hit the floor. It doesn't matter who landed first. You know what I mean? Like you were still in the process of becoming a limit. Does that make sense? Right. Did you watch Talking Smack at all? 
I did not, and I know you told me to. I just didn't have time to do that yet. Well, AJ had a fun point because uh, he was talking. He's like, Luke's foot was down. Uh, no one never saw that when we were punching each other. Luke's Luke Harper's foot was on the ground, and Daniel Bryan's like, "Have you not read the the um, the rules? Uh-huh. Like both feet have to touch." Right. He's like, "Oh, cool! So I can get thrown over the top rope and just hop on one foot, and I'm good." Yeah, and it's like, "Yeah, you can. You can." <laughs> yes. All right. At maybe that be- should be Kofi's next spot. Is he just hops on one foot on the one entire foot. time around right. the ring? Yeah. Yeah, I think that you know they never had to encounter this problem. So, but I mean, I think you know uh, there's solutions around that. You just say, "Hey, both people were in the process of getting eliminated at the same time. It doesn't matter whose feet touched a millisecond before or whatever. You know what I mean? Like you were both eliminated in the same move, right? Yeah, right. Referee decision. Yeah. Uh, two people chime in on this one at b underscore double underscore d says. How are the two most thugged out people in WWE some Samoan twins? Hashtag treat the table. And at WIR says, it's the swagger. Usos have swagger. Speaking of swagger, remember when Jack Swagger was a hot free agent? Yeah. Hashtag tweet the table. Um, first of all, though, some Samoans can be pretty thugged out. I've known some, some rough oh my Samoans. God. So, fun fact for where I'm from, I'm from Independence, Missouri, and that is essentially like the Mecca for the Mormon faith. Hmm. Side note off of the Mormon faith, almost all Samoans, and I'm generalizing, but the majority of Samoans, just like the majority of Italians are Catholics, Mm -hmm. you know, the majority or Irish are Catholics. The majority of Samoans are Mormon. So oh. in independence, there is a plethora of Samoans. So I went to high school with maybe two to three hundred Samoans. Wow. And they all got swagger. Yeah. Even the nerds, like mm-hmm. even the nerds that were like, hey, I know how to solve for X in your math class. Yeah. They were cooler than yeah. you. Yeah, and so when like the yeah. Usos are this cool, it's like, yeah, because – Honestly, most Samoans are. I knew a couple in my hometown, and then in the military, I knew quite a few. And yeah, I don't think there was one that wasn't a cool guy, even if they were all. They just have this like this this presence about them, and I love that presence. I will. I will not. uh, This is a little foreshadowing, so I don't want to get into it too much. But Mm -hmm. that the the one day ish, the hoodies with the Mm -hmm. five star on the back, and them coming out, and then like taking turns, like it's a like it's a two on two battle rap. Uh Mm -hmm. Uh, I just loved it. It was it was great. Loved it. Now I I just wish they would have jumped them and then said that while they were like over standing over the American Alpha. That would have been cool. I like that. I like that. That would have been cool. At grapple underscore this says, what is the character? What is the storyline for Finn Balor? Team him with Sami Zayn with the tag team name Potato Vodka. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Potato Vodka. Yeah, why not? Well, Sami Zayn is a character. He's an underdog who True. fights for the everyman, and he represents the minorities in this country. Yeah. He is a character. We know what Sami Zayn is. Yeah. Finn Balor. Well, Finn Balor's the Demon King. But, you know, and I asked Anthony, because Anthony's favorite wrestler right now is Finn Balor, or Balor, whatever, Finn Balor. be your favorite wrestler when he's not wrestling? 
Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, I guess like, he had been. Yeah, so. The NXT run and even that little sure. quick thing with the SummerSlam. Yep, yep. Um, and I was like, so what is he? He's like, he's just a badass dude that if you piss him off enough, he turns into a demon. He goes to his dark space to beat you up. And I said, that's cool, and I understand that. However, what if you piss him off two weeks in a row? <laughs> like, does he always have to be well, in, like... And what if you piss you know him off I mean? right then and there? Does he got to stop everything and go run back and get painted up? Like, right. Well, that's a that's a great point that Dean Ambrose I love made when they're like, why do you wrestle in jeans? He's like, because if you challenge me to a fight, I'm not going to run to the back and then take him off and then yeah. come back out here. I'm going to fight you in yeah. what I wear. Yeah, he's like, yeah, it's, it's like you're not going to be like, all right, let's fight. Take your pants off. Let's go. Come on. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. At WIRCATA says, hey, thank you, Seamus Chan, after he broke kicks Enzo. Man, Enzo has fallen quite far in people's eyes. Hashtag tweet table. I caught that too, but they still got a huge pop and everybody chanted along. So I don't know what that was about. Well, I think that is a little bit of the minority of that crowd being smarky because it's the cool L.A. crowd. Remember, right. PWG's there. Yeah. There's a lot of hipster West Coast people. Mm-hmm. So I think it was a little bit of the minority that was by the microphone of the camera. Yeah. And then also, let's be honest. Enzo, what he was doing in that moment was, was annoying. being annoying. Yeah. So, of course, they're going to say thank you for stopping this moment. Well, and I think he was being annoying because Seamus was late on the draw. So he had to say it more times mm-hmm. than he was going to. Because if you notice, he kept and, saying it and kept looking over like, come on, motherfucker. We yeah. got to keep saying and this thing. Jesus, he took a boot to the face, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Woo. Yeah. A hard one. Yeah. Dick in the dirt. <laughs> B underscore double underscore. Dude. Says Kalisto now giving pre-recorded promos. No way in hell they're gonna let him give live promos anymore. Hashtag Lucha Thing. Hashtag Tweet the Table. Do Lucha Things. I <laughs> love that. By the way, I yeah. loved that every guy got a specialized personal promo mm-hmm. leading up to that match. I yeah, thought that it was, was good. That was great. I still love the Lucha Thing promo. I think he should. Yeah, do that more. I think he like, should run with that. Yeah, He's that like, should yeah. be his tagline. Like. We'll get you in the ring. It's going to be a lucha thing. Like, just run off. <laughs> just be a little awkward. When I with get fucking... you in the ring, it's going to be a lucha thing. A lucha yes, thing. that's Ooh, a like shirt. That. I like that. <laughs> At Theo75 says, The Rock on Raw. I wonder who's going to bury slash slut shame on live TV. Thanks for being my bathroom break. Hashtag cornet face. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, he does a lot of slut shaming, doesn't he? Well, that's kind of what he does. Hey, man. At the Mike 816 says Raw has dumb matches over and over. Sammy versus Owens again. Gallows and Anderson versus Roman again. Hashtag tweet the table. They do a lot of repeats on Raw. Yeah, and I you know, for as deep as of a, of a roster as they say they have, they do go back to the well one too many times. For example, if you're gonna say Kevin Owens for what you did last week and all of the dastardly things that you did to Jericho tonight, we're putting you in a match with <gasps> Big E. Right. Yeah. Right. Big E can whip your ass. Yeah. Like that would be something I would watch. Right. Instead of just Sami Zayn. Well, now, the thing is, is we all know that Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens, nine times out of ten, even maybe ten times out of ten, is going to be at least a good match, oh, if yeah. not great. They know each other too well. They've done it done it over again. Of course. I mean, they're going to perform well together. Right, but like, you know, hey, 
Kevin Owens, you're beat up, you're hurt, you're barely walking. Well, you're going up against the biggest high flyer we have on the roster and Kofi Kingston. Right. Because or, and here's you the know? thing. You keep falling back on the crutch. We're like, well, we know these guys can put on a good match. Well, then you start running into, well, now they're only going to be able to work with each other. Right. And what happens when Sami Zayn gets hurt? Mm-hmm. Then what do you do? Yeah, and even they did that with Charlotte and Sasha this week, yes. where it was just like, well, Charlotte and Sasha. Here we go, yeah. All right, yeah. three people chime in on this one, at B underscore double underscore. D. Says, Alexa is champ again. All is right with the world. At GBL316 says, hashtag tweet the table. When in the blue shit. Do they ever invoke the 30-day can't-compete rule? Hashtag inconsistent Jones. At WIRCATA says, They're stripping Naomi of the title because she can't defend it for 30 days? Funny how they pulled out that rule whenever they want. Hashtag tweet the table. Well, she's going to not be able to defend for more than 30, apparently. So, you got to do something. And, and I cannot stress this enough. Watch Talking Smack. Uh It's fantastic. And Daniel Bryan said, he addressed this. He goes, Yes, the 30-day rule is a rule, but it's at our discretion. And I'm paraphrasing uh, here. I like that. He says, but the reason why we had to strip them is think about if you are a female competitor, and I tell you, female competitor, that the champ is hurt, so you can't perform against the champ or be the champ at WrestleMania. Yeah, right, exactly. They We're said if it was any other match. pay-per-view, you know, a, a fast lane, a whatever it is. Yeah. Whatever, but WrestleMania has to have those title yeah. championship matches. I like that. Yeah, well, same thing as I was uh, alluding to with that Battle Royal situation. Uh, they can just be uh, have a blanket statement that every rule is still subject to referee decision. You know what I mean? There's a, there's a gray area where the referee gets to, you know what I mean? Like, that's how you solve a lot of those problems where people go, well, but it says this, and you, yeah. And by the way, it's a fake fucking show. So, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come mm-hmm. on. This all God, made who up. was it the other day? I think it was, I think it was my girlfriend, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, because they were recapping the Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho turn from yep. two weeks ago, you know, right. now, two weeks ago. And, you know, Kevin Owens starts hitting Jericho, but they're obviously fake punches, you know? Yeah. And she's like, oh, fake punches. I was like, and I just stayed quiet. And then when Kevin Owens power bombed him into the side of the ring, I was like, the fake punches was because he was going to also have to do this. Right. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. can't just all do it, you know? Right. Yeah. Not everything can be hard, right? Yeah. Gotta, and remember, gotta... it's fake. Right. Yes. Four people chime in on this next one. At grapple underscore this says, say it ain't so. George the Animal Steel has passed away. A piece of my childhood just died. Hashtag tweet the table. At WIRCATA says, in memoriam for George Steele, but not Ivan Koloff. Well, okay then. Hashtag tweet the table. They addressed it. They did. They they mentioned it. Yeah. At Katie first. Lady. Says, nice George tribute, but what about Ivan Koloff, WWE? He was a legend too. Hashtag tweet the table. And at Lady Undertaker says, sad that George the Animal Steele is gone. Loved him. Tear up a turnbuckle pad in his honor. Hashtag RIP George. Hashtag tweet the table. They should have had somebody go out and do that. Yeah. You know who I would have had done it? Huh. Uh, Big E. Yeah, that's a good one. Big E fits that weird. I mean, Big E's great because he can be the monster that takes on Kevin Owens or yeah. uh, Braun Strowman, but then he's also weird and funny enough to where if you're gonna do a tribute to George the Animal Steel, well, he can do that too. You know? Yeah, so, yeah that would. I love good. Big E. 
have him go out there and eat up a turnbuckle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you, you throw some bootios on top of a turnbuckle, and he starts eating it and then goes after the yeah. turnbuckle and just starts throwing that, too. <laughs> Side note, I like how they were pouring the bootios into fans' mouths. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was like, I want those seats next time. They're coming fun. in April. Yeah, they are. We should get those seats and get some bootios. Yes. Uh, two people chime in on this one. At B underscore double underscore. This is what a promo by Kevin Owens showed exactly why he's the man. Mike drop hashtag tweet the table. And at the ultimate one says on a scale of one to nuclear, how much heat is Kevin Owens getting right now during this opening promo hashtag tweet the table? Yeah. I thought that was a really good promo. I didn't think he got any heat. Yeah, like, what do you mean? It. Like backstage heat or like from like a fan's mean, perspective, yeah, a fan's perspective. Oh yeah. Yeah. On a, I love on a his... scale of one to Katie Vick. It was Katie Vick. <laughs> Uh, I was listening to um, uh, the the uh, Bruce Pritchard, and they were uh-huh. talking about I forget which one I was listening to. I think it was either the Montreal Screwjob or the Brawl for All one, and uh, um, I think it was the Brawl for All one. And Bruce Pritchard just quickly mentions Katie Vick, and I just had to have a good chuckle, you know, for our own little uh-huh. inside our- knowledge there. Well, fun. that's what uh, Conrad always says. He goes, so on a scale of one to Katie Vick, right. how over was this or whatever yeah. it was? <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Um, no, but I love Kevin Owens when he's when he was like talking about Goldberg. And he's like, I don't have to beat you. I just have to outsmart you. And everybody, including you, knows you can't touch me in that department. <laughs> like, that was just so great. The one thing that made me kind of go, ah, oh, this is going to be bad is – it was legitimate, and it checks out as far as a timeline. But when Kevin Owens says, Goldberg, I didn't like you when I was a kid, mm-hmm. you know what we're fucking dealing with. Like, yeah, exactly. Jesus, man. But, I mean, it, was, it fit why, with what he was saying. In the picture, why in the picture are we, are we darkening uh, Goldberg's goatee? When he walks out and it's gray as fucking snow. Yeah, right, exactly. Like, either have him dye it or don't have it. Yeah, yeah, or don't dye it in the yeah. picture when you're showing me uh, the match. Um, yeah, I, I, and I caught that, too, but it didn't bother me as much because earlier he had mentioned, like, if you would have told me I'd be facing Goldberg, you know, like, I would have said you're crazy. Not because, you know, me being the champ in WrestleMania, I knew that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> but it was who my opponent is in this scenario. But that was fun. Yeah. At Theo75 says, the purple rope's getting taken down. I blame the dab and, and TJ Perkins. Hashtag Cornette face. Hashtag tweet the table. I love Cornette face. Cornette face. At GBL316 says, hashtag tweet the table. Hmm. Captain Awesome sounds like a grumpy old man. Ski. See what I did there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no one likes that. No Don't be that guy. That. Don't be that guy. Ski. At B underscore double underscore. Says, dear WWE crowds, not everyone deserves it. Not everything is awesome. And not all shit is holy. Cut the shit. Hashtag tweet the table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little overboard. A little overboard. Four people on this one. At Lady Undertaker says, New Day is WrestleMania host. What unicorn magic fun. Hashtag tweet the table. At WIR says, New Day as hosts of WrestleMania 33 screams, Creative has nothing for you. Hashtag tweet the table. At Katie First. Lady. Says, If New Day hosting WrestleMania means ice cream, then I'm for it. Hashtag tweet the table. And at the yes. ultimate one says, 
Wait, did Big E make a relevant political joke about having their blueprints and her being Russian? Hashtag tweet the table, which was super funny. And it was that. so well done. It was like, yes. well, of course she's Russian. Like, like just a Russian. little subtle. Yeah. I mean, I was dying too. It was so funny. I like that. Um, yeah, I mean, we touched on this in the news. Uh, it's a good role for New Day if they don't have anything big going on. Why waste them in a stupid match on the pre-show or something? And they're, like I said, they can be scared of the Wyatts or intimidated oh, yeah. by Braun, but then also be funny with the 205 guys. Like, they transit, they translate to all of the WWE brand-specific things. you said, find me a guy or a team or, or a lady or, or a team of people on the roster that would best fit an MC role for a big event, New Day would be at the top of that list. It'd have to be. Yeah, New Day and then maybe Enzo afterwards. Right, yeah, exactly right. But Enzo by himself. Well, And the thing about with New Day, too, is you've got three of them. You know, right. so they can have all kinds of stuff going on. All right, uh, I think, what do we got? Eight people chime in on this topic. At B underscore double underscore D says, Strowman versus Big Show with a run-in by Reigns at the end of the match. I think this main event is Vince's wet dream. Hashtag tweet the table. At Hallmark of Swede says, hashtag tweet the table. Big show is so fracking big. At WIR Cata says, fuck the indie smarks that only love flips and shit. I've been looking forward to show versus brawn. Hashtag tweet the table. At the Mike 816 says, big show hasn't been on TV in a minute, and all of a sudden he's about to job to Strowman. We all know he is. It's just dumb now. Hashtag tweet the table. At Katie First lady says big show versus Braun. this is actually an exciting match hashtag tweet the table at chris mercado 32 says Braun Strowman just did a fucking drop kick give him the title now hashtag tweet the table at theo 75 says it's clash of the beards live on raw right here in los angeles california cornet face hashtag tweet the table at gbl 316 says hashtag tweet the table i'm confused big show and Braun weigh 768 pounds they reinforce the ring. Cesaro and Sheamus versus the club weigh more, and they don't reinforce it? Good catch. Well, yeah, because – well, no, it's not a good catch <laughs> because if, let's just say, there's a superplex from mm-hmm. the top rope, that much weight goes into the ring. Now, yeah. let's all suspend our disbelief. But all four men cannot jump off the top rope and go into the ring. Thus, you don't need to reinforce or, because or only half the weight. Happen, at least. Right, exactly. Right, right. Yeah. And it'll be more evenly distributed. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Ha! Ha! Um, first of all, uh, those MFers put on a great match. I thought it was a great match. Now, maybe not great, but it was a damn good match good. for their size, right? You know what I mean? Like, way exceeded the expectations, at least. We'll give it that. Yes, yes, I will concede that. That yes. was uh, definitely true. So, yeah, so maybe the bar was so low that I felt it was better, but mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. damn good for giving all things considered thinking. If, if, now, it helps that both of them have dropped a lot of weight lately. Uh, Braun Strowman clearly appears to be working on his craft, and Big Show's out to prove shit now that he's, you know. And you knew I, heard his, I heard his uh, Shaq match is off now. Oh, really? Hmm. I read that, yeah. Um. And you knew he was going to put him over, right? So, I mean, that was gone, but it was interesting to see how well it wasn't just, you know, shoulder tackle, choke slam. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't just that, that over kick up. and over and over again. Yeah, there was a kick up. up. What the hell, man? Who knew? The only thing that didn't make sense to me is, and maybe we get into this on Tweet the Table, uh, but so Roman comes out 
fully rested after his match, feeling good, hair's wet again. Yeah. And Braun Strowman, who just went through a main event match with the world's largest athlete, just power slammed him. Yeah, just once. But I'm just saying, like, Roman, yeah. he was exhausted and you couldn't beat him. Yeah, exactly. Well, like, there we go. And he didn't, and he didn't cheat. You know what I mean? Well, I would have got it if he was like got hit to the outside of the yeah. ring, grabbed a chair, hit Roman. Okay, he just said, punt or something. Yeah, he just said, "Bitch, give me your lunch money." Maybe that's what we'll get. Maybe at WrestleMania we'll get a, a essential squash match, and we're putting Braun over. Hey, they did it with Daniel Bryan and Sheamus, so who knows? Maybe. Three people chime in on this one. At Lady Undertaker says, are Rusev and Jinder the new Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov? Hashtag tweet the table. Good reference. At WIRCata says, I'd hate to have a body like Jinder Mahal. He looks fucking ridiculous. Hashtag tweet the table. And at B underscore double underscore D says, I hope somebody lets Jinder Mahal know when the drug test happens so he can call out sick that day. No way he's natty. Hashtag tweet the table. Uh, I do like the hard body Mahal name. That's a fun mm-hmm. name. That's a good one. Hard body Mahal handsome and handsome Rusev. Rufo. Yes. Handsome Rusev and hard body Mahal. Yes. It's a great tag team right there. I love that it. Is. Yeah, but I like it. I like it because he, I mean, they look like being stereotypical white racist assholes. Yep. They look like they would hang out together. You're right. And exactly. so then they also look like a team that would fuck people up. So, I mean, it's a bet. And Jinder Mahal can't talk to save his life so he can be a good muscle guy now yep. that he actually has a lot of yep. muscle on him for a Rusev to have, get help from. Yep. And if you've got Rusev doing nothing in a singles capacity, I've always thought this, like, at some point, yeah, I hate when they just randomly t- pair tag teams together like that. But if you've got nothing going on, I'd rather see some tag team matches than some random mid-card matches that mean nothing either. Because a tag team, you can get a lot more story told in there. Exactly. You know? Mm-hmm. But I, do. I hate when they just pair random people for no reason like i like this where this is a reoccurring tag team over time so let's mm-hmm. stick with it hard body and handsome rusev handsome rusev and hard body handsome and hard body right there man it's a tag team <laughs> hard body Mahal. yeah that guy's fucking got veins he's got the scott steiner veins going you know he's fucking juiced all right, at Theo75 says, grats to Real DDP for the Hall of Fame induction. The Diamond Cutter is way better than the lame KO. Hashtag tweet the table. And at the Ultimate One says, Mr. Self, high five himself. DDP, one of the reasons I watch WCW and still mark out for, is going into the Hall of Fame. Bang! Hashtag tweet Bang. the table. Bang! <laughs> Mr. Self, high five himself. You hear that? The fella self high fives himself. <laughs> <laughs> DDP, man. Uh, well, I mean, what else can you say? We said it in the news, too. Just just all around. First of all, obviously doing great things for people now. So who inducts him? Is it going to be like a Scott Hall, Jake Roberts, or what do you think? I, I think it would be fun. Well, it depends on what we're doing at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. But I think it would be fun if Randy Orton inducted him. You're right. <laughs> yeah, why not? They have the same finisher, you know? Yeah, just fuck it. Well, in that case, get John Laurinaitis. All right, no. No, his was more of a. Uh, no, his was that, wasn't it? I know, but easy, easy, easy. It's a great pleasure to yeah. induct. <laughs> Just would be hard. Diamond Dallas Page. Let me tell you about that one time <laughs> when we had a match. <laughs> This youngster called me. All right. At Chris Mercado 32 says, 
Sounds like Neville grew up on the south side of Newcastle. Hashtag tweet the table. And at the ultimate one says, Neville shows that the wrestling trope remains true. Never bring baked goods to a WWE ring. It never gets eaten. Hashtag tweet the table. I hated that segment. You hated that segment? I liked the promo where he was like ripping into Gallagher or Gallagher and he was like, you're a damn stereotype. You know what I mean? He's like, you're exactly what all these people that are laughing at you, man. Like, I like that part of it. I didn't like any of it. Because do you know what I'd say back to you or back to Neville? You're the stereotype of the man's pushing you down. You're right. Well, yeah. Like, I thought it would have been perfect, absolutely perfect, if Neville would have walked in just like he did, signed, yeah, and walked out. Just walked out. And that was it. And then Gallagher has to do a promo about what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Well, and so you could have had Neville's promo, too, later back. So they could have been like, why did you just walk out? Yeah, and he would have been like, exactly. you know, I don't even want to talk to that guy. He's a joke. He's, you know what I mean? Like, and you could have said that there. Yeah, I like that. Because, yeah, yeah, like because, it looked cool like he was about to do that, right? Like, sign it and get out. Because that's original. That's mm-hmm. that's captivating. For me, I'm going to be like, it, let's just hypothetically say like that was during the first hour when I fast forward after the first segment. <laughs> yeah. I would stop and go, wait a minute, what happened there? Because mm-hmm. then if you get Corey Graves back on the mic and say like, all right, I guess that was our – uh, you know, yeah, and then Gallagher yeah. says, "Hey, you know, you blah 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 blah." And then Corey Graves are like, "All right, thank you guys." And then they go into the next thing or commercial or whatever, and then they catch up with mm. Neville backstage. Yep. That is more compelling than oh, I just think you're a stereotype. Well, so are you. Boop, 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 boop. Mm. You know, that yep. would have been better. Uh, and what I was really praying for was. When he flipped the table and it looked like it was going to fall back, I was like, please fall back. <laughs> like, please mm-hmm. fall back because I want to see what they have to do then, how they call that audible. Because I was like, please yeah. fall back in their way. Please fall yeah, What do you do then? Uh, yeah. What? And it looked like they were both genuinely surprised it didn't. They were just kind of like, Phew. all right. <laughs> Got past that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Five people chime in on this one. At Hallmark of Swede says, hashtag tweet the table. I'm not particularly enjoying Bailey, Sasha, Naya, or Charlotte. But at least Charlotte makes me feel something except for boredom. What is she making you feel? At B underscore double underscore. D. Says, Bailey makes Sasha seem like Paul Heyman on the mic. Someone please cut the audio. Hashtag tweet the table. At WIRCata says, thank God Charlotte is out here to save this train wreck. Hashtag tweet the table. At Theo75 says, I wish old leather with implants would get a case of John Laurinaitis so she won't talk on the mic ever. Hashtag coordinate face. Hashtag tweet the table. At the ultimate one says, What's with this box running down to the ring to interrupt Charlotte versus Sasha? Oh, wait, that's Dana Brooke. Hashtag tweet the table. (laughs) Uh, Wait a minute. Go back a couple. Did someone say that uh, Sasha makes Bailey seem like? No. Bailey makes Sasha. Sasha Banks, remember, still sounds like a woman who got taught English from a deaf person. Well, I think they're saying that's how bad Bailey is. Bailey just is boring. She doesn't have a wrestler's voice. She no. just talks like she talks. Well, back and, to what I said uh, way back a few weeks ago. She's just being whatever her real name is. She's not a yeah, character. Right. Well, and like I was watching uh, for what I can't remember. Like I wasn't I didn't have the remote near or something. So like I had that whole video package playing and I was kind of half paying attention of her like the whole like. I'm a girl's dream and blah, 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 this. And then they were like, Bailey, it's been a dream of her since she was 10 years old. And I look up, right? 
And I was like, she still fucking looks like she is 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Like, what am I supposed to give? She's like, well, no, I like that because if she actually played a character, then it's, oh, the girl's living out her dream. But she's not doing that anymore. She's just being, hey, guys, this was a dream of mine and I did it. I'm mm-hmm. boring. My favorite coffee is black. My favorite ice cream is vanilla. And sometimes I like bright colors. Like, you're the fucking boring person who has to wear fun socks because you have nothing to talk about. Coffee. What? I like black coffee. Well, that's boring. It's not a <laughs> topic conversation. You've got you've to have, it's got to be like a high-end good coffee, though, for it to be, yeah. See, and right. there you go. There comes out a little bit of your personality. Right. What I'm saying with Bailey is she is boring as fuck, and that's why she has to wear yeah. bright colors, because her herself like I, I is I order the boneless, skinless cool. chicken breast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's your favorite food? Chicken. What? Say <laughs> yeah. something more than fucking like chicken. Like fried chicken? No, just like a grilled chicken breast. Like well, what? Where? What kind? Like be a character. Mashed potatoes. You know? like, 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 come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just she's just being her, which is fine mm. because she's a good person. But what I'm saying is, as a character, I need to know why you hug. I need to know why you don't quit. I need to know what your favorite things are. I need to know that you're a fan. I need to know that you're in awe when you see legends like Shawn Michaels backstage. I just don't need you going, hey, Sasha, you got this, and now I got it. That's fucking boring. At B underscore double underscore D says... Roman's bun looks like every Puerto Rican mom's bun on Saturday morning cleaning day. Hashtag flashback. Hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> well, hey, man. I can't relate, but fair enough. Okay. There's the reason he hates Roman. At Katie first. Lady. Says, my money says that Foley somehow gets injured and this gets him off TV for his hip replacement. Hashtag tweet the table. That's good. Yeah. Stephanie takes out a hit, basically. I like that. That how she said that. No, like yeah but i i just okay the of course yeah the authority thing's been so stephanie played out. yeah stephanie how since since the draft how has shane been on tv less and is over more than <laughs> you and he doesn't do anything it doesn't he just <laughs> is a dude and it yeah. just makes sense right he's just there and then just this shane. fucking girl just is literally doing the same she is doing the same script from Raw in 2013. Yep. Yeah. It's God damn it, man. Yeah, I wonder if that's like an inside bet she's having with Triple H. She's like, I could I could pick a script from, <laughs> from January yeah. 13th yeah. Raw and just use it. Yeah, a writer. <laughs> go back, archive a Raw. Give me that script. I'm going to say it now. Let's see if anyone notices. Yeah. And go. And go. And nobody does except this one I guy. I got one from Spanish June. <laughs> yeah, I got one from June of 2009. Now, this is when you were pregnant, so there's some reference of that, but I think you can do it. And she's like, oh, bitch, I got this. Yeah. And boom. The fuck are you doubt me? All right. Four. Four people chime in on this one. At Hallmark of Swede says, hashtag tweet the table. I don't think Goldberg is going to win the title, but if he does, the title picture for Mania is worthless. At WIR Cata says, I'd rather Brock talked about his retirement from MMA instead of talking about his WrestleMania match with Goldberg. Hashtag tweet the table. At Stop. Jibble- huh. Stop. 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 You'd you'd rather have a pro wrestler talk about how he retired from a sport on a pro wrestling show 
rather than the pro wrestler talk about pro wrestling. Yeah, I call bullshit. At GBL316 says, hashtag tweet the table. Why doesn't WWE mention their own history? It makes no sense. Goldberg cost Brock his title at No Way Out 2004. Hashtag mention it. At the ultimate one says, Paul Heyman can sell sand to an Afghan and water to a fish. Maybe because he has Brock Lesnar with him to close the deal. Hashtag tweet the table. I thought it was a great promo. The whole, my client disagrees. My client disagrees. And then to end it on, and on that, my client and I agree. Like, great. More of the brilliance from Paul Heyman. And all Brock's got to do is fucking sit there and look like a big fucking man beast. That's all he has to do. Well, because it's believable. Right. Well, look at his MMA career. Right, Kata? Yeah, kidding. But, um... <laughs> I'm just saying what I would have done, though, I loved it. I loved it in this sense because I always like to tweak things, right? Because I Mm -hmm. think I could do something better. I would have had him stare down Michael Cole because essentially you're just staring at a camera. Who the fuck cares? But if you're doing that next to Michael Cole, just staring at him the whole time, just sitting next to him on his side, arms crossed. Almost in his fucking ear. Yeah. Just looking at him. And Cole can't say anything. He can't leave either. And Paul Heyman's doing all the talking. And that gets the real fucking Mm. uncomfortable. Because like I said, to me, I kind of checked out when I was like, well, he's just staring at a camera. Mm. Yeah. That's not intimidating. Right. What is he going to do? Punch the camera? (laughs) Right. But if he sits next to Cole, oh, fuck, he might F5 him again. Remember when he did that? Yeah, and yeah, Cole makes one wrong look or move. Yeah, and, and that's, Brock could have just said one thing, right? So let's say Cole has to readjust in his seat to like sit back up because he's right. starting to slouch because he's nervous as yeah. shit. And Lesnar just says, "Don't move." Yeah, don't move. Oh, yeah. oh shit! Yeah, just like puts a finger up. He's like, "Don't move." You know what I mean? Yeah. Just- and then like, Cole's got to sit there in some weird position for right, the rest of the yeah. time. Right, yeah. And then the entire time, yeah. Heyman's just cutting this promo. Yeah. God, that would have been cool. I mean, th- it was cool. Of course. I was like, mine better. Three people chime in on the next one. At Hallmark of Swede says, hashtag tweet the table. Why aren't they using Sami Zayn to his full potential? It angers me that he is floundering. He is one of the best right now. At B underscore double underscore. D. Says Owens versus Zayn. Zane in the middle of a Samoa Joe feud. KO and Joe aligned with Triple H. This may get interesting. Hashtag tweet the table. And at the ultimate one says, damn, Samoa Joe is beating the hell out of Sami Zayn. Does he owe Triple H money or something? Hashtag tweet the table. So how can we say that Sami Zayn is floundering? He's now in a feud with the hottest new star on Monday Night Raw. Well, I mean, floundering is Jack Swagger. Floundering is um, right yeah. now the New Day. Well, and like but, to say to his full potential. Well, so your full potential is going to be you, you'd argue is world title, right? Well, right now you've got that on Kevin Owens, and you got the Goldberg match going on. So what else could he do? And he's wrestling the world champion, right? Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So no, I don't understand away. that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's perfect. At GBL316 says, hashtag tweet the table. Hey, T-Mac. Hey, friend. Bo should say, when I believed, it went Bowware, so now I follow my family. Hashtag see what I did there. Oh, I like that. Like yes, that. I do. Yeah. At B underscore double underscore. 
Damn. So, so Roman can beat up the tag team champs all by himself? I call Bravo Sierra. Hashtag burial. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, but he can't beat up Braun Strowman after he had a, a main well, event match with Big Show. And don't get me wrong. I don't like the tag champs. I'm not a fan of the club, but like, come on already. Like, and I hate to be that person like, oh, really? The two champs, you know, you can't, you know, because it's all fake and it's a, you know what I mean? But that does look bad. You have your world tag team champions and they can't legitimately uh, even stand a chance against the one fucking guy. Right. That's like, what that's, yeah. That's why Roman gets the heat he gets. Because people are like, oh, come the fuck on. It's one thing if you want to make him uh, nearly peerless in in one-on-one matches, right? Mm-hmm. Where his only real competition is a guy like Braun Strowman or The Big Show or something, right? But this is two guys, and Luke Gallows is not that much smaller than Roman. And, like, you know, like, just come on. Come Luke on. Gallows is so spray tanned he almost blends into the red lights that they put on the crowd by the way yeah he does like, sometimes i was like like god damn it man my you thing look again, like the fucking it, crowd yeah i i mean his look is stupid but that can change in a second but those fucking punches whoever taught you that and he is runs the d- awkward I don't know. I don't like him. Go fix a carburetor. Go fix a carburetor. At Lady Undertaker says, what is wrong with Betty White's clothes, Graves? I love Betty White. Hashtag tweet the table. (laughs) Caught that line. That was good. That is a good line. At WIR Cata says, remember when Sheamus attacked Apollo ages ago and said the new era guys won't take his spot? Dolph has the same story. Hashtag tweet the table. Well, they didn't get to fulfill it out on uh, Sheamus because of the draft, so here it is. Now we get to see the end result. Yeah, but how many times are we going to do this, you new era guys aren't going to take my spot? Like, how many guys are going to say it and, and it's still not mean anything? Because, yeah, they are. Hey, That's how time hey, works. Like, No, fuck. maybe they can be the billion-dollar boys club or whatever that was called versus the new blood. Remember when WCW tried that when it yes. was like Luger and DDP and Hogan versus Kidman and Vampiro and mm-hmm. Mike Awesome. Yeah, but like you're older, you'll have to retire. No. That era of guys will have to do like, I'll that's never what... retire. Yeah. Remember Flair? Yeah, well, I mean shit. B underscore double underscore. D Rock. Good try. But Punk ain't coming back. Apparently, he doesn't even pick up your calls. Hashtag tweet the table. That is true. If you're walking your dog and you see a phone call, because you know you got your fucking phone on you. Yeah. And you go, nah. And it's The Rock, right? Right. That's what I'm saying. The the number one actor in Hollywood right now, right? Producing movies, right? And you're now an actor. And you don't pick up The Rock's calls. Rock. Oh, you think he's an actor now? Well, I mean, that's what he does, right? I mean, he fucking does acting and writing and and all other kinds of shit. Are you talking about punk? Yeah. He's a fighter. Fuck out of here. Yeah, he's that too. (laughs) Yeah, he's that too. (laughs) Yeah, he gets in fights. That's for sure. (laughs) Final one, at Hallmark of Swede. Hashtag tweet the table says, did they really just nullify the Royal Rumble by having Randy Orton win it? Why not give the win to someone who needs it? Who said that? Hallmark. Hallmark, you're smart. 
you know Luke Harper is going to win this, yeah. and then Randy Orton's going to invoke his Royal Rumble match, and it's going to be a triple threat at WrestleMania. Yeah. Did yeah. you not see Randy Orton staring at the title while Bray Wyatt would give his promo? Uh-huh. But then why did then why are they even given this whole I guess it's a way to stall a week and have a match between AJ Styles and Harper and then give a chance to get Harper over again? Well, that and then it gives another week of AJ Styles having a gripe about why is management making me run through hoops. Right. And it gives Randy Orton another chance to fucking be like, "Hey, wait a minute." Yeah. This I reconsider. Guy? No, yeah, never mind. Yeah, no. I never signed anything saying I wasn't doing Yeah. Exactly. Yep, or he challenges Harper, and it just turns into a melee. So they say, "Okay, never mind." Triple threat. Yep, perfect. Well, that was tweet the table. If you want to uh, be involved with tweet the table, you just do it. Hashtag tweet yeah. the table on Twitter. It's that hey, easy. Thanks, and thanks to the new people uh, who are uh, taking part in tweet the table. We appreciate you, and the always we appreciate is... the veterans. Yes, hey. and we always appreciate the veterans. The veterans, Cato, Katie. All you guys. And Theo. the Mike 816, that's local. That's 816 meaning here. So uh, if you're at an NWL show or something, come find us. Come talk to us. Definitely. Yep. Definitely do that. All right. We are going to take a break. We're going to come back and answer some listener emails. We'll do that when we come back to the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And? In Edward Scissorhands, Johnny Depp only spoke 169 words in the complete movie. That's not a lot. Trending Topics Network. Dot. Some might cost a little. Some might cost a lot. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody. Better yet, your ass better email somebody. Email us at tableshow at gmail. Dot com. That's where you also send your PayPal donations. If you want to donate to the cause, tableshow at gmail.com. Or you can go to cafepress.com slash Spanish Announce Table. You can buy something. If you want to get something tangible for your money, you can get something with our logo plastered all over it. All kinds of crap. All kinds of crap. All kinds of crap. But this email portion is T-Mac's favorite part of the show. Indeed. Indeed. And we always... <clears throat> always forever in a day i've kicked it off with katie the first lady she says well well guys this was an interesting week of wrestling we have the page movie that's starting uh oh that started filming after raw which was so i heard the final scene of the film of her debut on raw against not aj lee Okay, I know this is a film, and some things have to be exaggerated and changed, but have they really forgotten what AJ wore to the ring? When did she ever dress like Charlotte? It was really hard to get her in sh- in shirt, shorts, and Converse sneakers. Yeah, I noticed that, too. Like, she's in this, like, robe. Did you see the stills of this? No, I didn't. Yeah, the, it's, so it's Thea Trinidad playing uh, AJ Lee. Um, and she's, yeah, she's, like, in this red, like, robe and like just is all this thing yeah it's it's a weird it's not how she looked at all in that interesting now no, Paige is wearing her normal get up the, the fake page you know well I thought fake AJ Lee came down skipping to the ring I thought that's what I saw in a video and you're saying that in the match she came out in like a robe yeah there's stills of them like facing each other in the ring right and she's wearing like this like red like flowing robe and like a, yeah it's, it's yeah 
I was How the there fuck going is The Rock going to mess that up? Yeah, I don't know. Well, and maybe WWE. They just, maybe they went with a choice saying, like, this is better for a movie. Oh. Uh, yeah, I know. I know it. I know I shouldn't be so bothered by this, but maybe I'm just a sticker or stickler for authenticity. Also, the timing of this movie is weird with everything that's going on with Paige and the company right now. One would think uh, that she should be on her way back to the ring. Granted, this film is about her family as a whole, but I don't know. Do you guys think she'll be back in the company uh, for the time this movie comes out? And while we're on the subject with uh, with female wrestlers, uh, who would you like to see a movie about? I'll send my fascinating predictions next week. Until then, later, Katie the first. Lady? A uh, female wrestler that you'd like to see a movie about. Oh, a million percent. Sherry. Sensational set oh, Sherry. Oh, yes. Great oh, my choice. God. To go from like when she had to just be a badass chick, the only one wrestling on the card, to all the way from WrestleMania, managing Harlem Heat, Shawn Michaels, all of that stuff I want to know about. Yeah, so Sherry, a that million percent. Great. Yeah, that's a great answer. I can't even think of one better. That's perfect. I can think of one that would be uh, more tragic. Uh-huh. Woman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, there's kind of a movie coming out about her. All right, move on. Katie, the first. Lady. Love it when she emails. All right, this one says, T, I get it. I get what you're thinking. What have I got to prove? You rose to the top of the battle rap world and rode off into the sunset at your peak. One could respect that. If they knew the truth, do not make me expose you for the fraud you are. One more shot. Find a beat. Do your thing. Then quotes your. The Twitter versus a blaze. Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag Nels versus T-Mac. Hashtag T-Mac eat my dick. Table show universe. I'm doing this. Not for me. Not for you. But for us. Katie, grapple this, B-double-D, all of us. All of us who have ever felt unrecognized and unappreciated. Anyone who might know what it is like to play the back seat and do all the work and get none of the credit. T-Mac, accept my challenge or I will let everyone know the truth about your battle rap career. So I ask you, like I would ask Roman Reigns about his whole beard goatee situation, what's it going to be? You'll see me soon, Nels. Well, first off, <laughs> if I'm going to accept this, mm-hmm. uh, there's no music in battle rap. Right. You don't. You don't rap to yeah, a. It's a freestyle challenge. It's a freestyle, so right. that's off the table. Mm-hmm. And two, I'll consider it. Mm. Ma- like, maybe you're poking the bear. Okay? I like his uh, a reference there to. Uh, the Roman Reigns beard goatee situation. What's it going to be? Right? What's it going <laughs> to be? What is it going to be? <laughs> what is it going to be? Right? <laughs> That's a great line. It's going to be, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. I'll give you an answer. Uh-huh. Hmm, maybe. I'll give you an answer. I'll give you an answer when I'm ready. Mm. Mm. Nels. I just picture Nels just like. And then just like blaring edm music behind him yeah he's practicing in the mirror yeah (laughs) spaghetti 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 (laughs) spaghetti i'm ready spaghetti i'm ready (laughs) 
<laughs> Spaghetti, I'm ready. Gonna have confetti. He's just fucking going off. Yeah, I love it. All right. <laughs> All right, we'll move on to the final. Well, you know what? Uh, I was going to say we'll move on to the final two, but uh, this third person, we told you already. You're oh, yeah, here. and we got it back because we were talking shit, and then you wanted to try to come back, mm-hmm. you asshole. We're not, you're not welcome. Bye-bye. Here, just, I've got it right here. Right here. You know what, maybe I'll, okay. All right, I'm going to give him a chance. I wouldn't. <clears throat> Dear, no, fuck. No, no, you're done. Ha! You're done, son. You're done. You're done. Done. You're cut Not off. What happen? Cut off. Gone. You suck. An we'll go to a proper emailer in the fourth slot where he belongs, Mister Fourth Row. Ha ha. Mister Fourth Row. His chosen spot where he loves to be, and he provides us good quality stuff. Not like that other guy. Mister Fourth Row says, "Hey." Mr. Fourth Row this week, rewarding you with an email again this week. Thank you. My topic slash question this week is who do you think is most like their character on screen slash in the ring that they are in real life, as far as you can guess by their social media, or if you happen to have met them or know them in person. For me, I think it's Kevin Owens. Looks like to me from his Twitter account, he continues on with his character online. Now for the opposite. I would have to say the left coast gorillas, Hoodlum and Anaya, pronounced Anaya, and Aligato from Rocky Mountain Pro from my hometown promotion, hashtag cheap plug. They also can be found in Future of Honor, Hoodlum and Anaya. In NWL as the Howlets and Daniela, another hashtag cheap oh, plug. Oh, Daniel. Da- yeah, Darnella. They are total badasses in the ring, but totally nice outside of the ring. Once again, that's my view from the cheap seats, not from the most expensive seats, but from the fourth row. Mr. Fourth Row, uh, I can certainly attest, and you can as well, on that last part about uh, the Howlettes and, and their other Howlettes are badass. They are badass in the ring. They play amazingly great evil characters. Super awesome backstage. Yeah, gonna, they all are. NWO has a great roster as far oh, as being yeah. just cool guys and right. girls. Well, and, uh, and I'm often surprised, too, because we're back there and we're, you know what I mean? We're, we're the podcast guys, you know, and we're sticking a microphone in people's face. But and nobody ever... Nobody ever gives a shit. You know what I mean? They're nope. always like happy and, and friendly to us. And, and well, that one inclusive. girl tried to remember. What's She's that? like, "Who's who are these guys?" And we're like, "Who are you?" <laughs> Iceman had a schooler. Yeah. Iceman had a schooler. Yeah, I don't think she was being that way. I think she was legitimately just being like, "Who the hell are these guys?" Like, and we we're like, "Who the hell are you?" We're like, who the hell are you? No, I mean we knew who she was, uh, but we're like, "You ain't been around here." Yeah, you ain't been around <laughs> these parts. I mean, you're only getting paid to do this. <laughs> you better, get, better recognize the hierarchy. You better hand me my, my sandwich. <laughs> that's what you said to uh, her, too. That's what yeah, said. that's exactly what I said. <laughs> um, I think most like their character. Uh, Bailey, because Bailey isn't playing a character. It's just her. Bailey, but what else I was going to say is, uh, and a little off right now because he's trying extra hard to be the heel, but it's Dolph Ziggler. We met Dolph Ziggler. We've seen Dolph Ziggler online. He's very much the thinks he's the greatest thing in the world. And not even necessarily in an annoying, condescending way sometimes, but just like you're like, yeah, that guy definitely thinks he's fucking great. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I, I think Dolph's up there as a contender for most like his character on screen. Uh, yeah, I agree. Got? Who else? 
well, on the opposite end, the classic one that I always think of, and this isn't anything current, but Raven. Mm. Raven was yeah. nothing like Raven in in uh, in real life. They said right. like that was complete opposite. He had to like go to a different headspace to get to where he needed to be to be Raven. So they always said like those were complete opposites because they always say you know be yourself but turn it up to eleven with him. Nah, you have to do something completely different. Uh, another one that I think would be like uh, not like how he is. Unfortunately, anything that's like racist, right? So Rusev, I don't think is anything like, yeah, you know that. I don't think he hates America or anything you like know that. Who might be most like their character on it is Nikki Bella. Yeah, yeah, you know that's what I mean, true. right? Mm-hmm. And the Baron Corbin seems like he's a lot like his character. Yeah. uh yeah, I've I've shook hands with the guy and had like four words with him, uh, but he seemed very nice, but very quiet. You know what I mean? Like very like not a talkative guy. Well, so that might, lone wolf. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that definitely fits him very well because he just kind of seemed like you know what I mean. And he had some buddies there, and he would say a few words to them. Like I saw him over there, you know. But like definitely not a uh, you know spotlight on me kind of guy for sure. Right. Trying to think of the opposite thing, like who's not mm. like their characters for opposite. Yeah, most like their character well, is now Steve well, Austin. I mean, if we went with that, yeah. like he's he is well, Steve was, Austin. Right. I was going to go on the opposite end. I mean, Mick Foley and Mankind. Yes. Man, Mankind isn't a thing. You know what I mean? So right. I would say there. Okay, yeah. that's enough. I think. Yeah. All right. Cool. Mr. Fourth Row. Glad we. You know, like. I'm sorry, we had to read you third, but that. An asshole again. I don't, even say his name. I don't even say his name. I Not even know. worthy of my mentioning of his name. I agree. So, hey, it was a great show. Let me give you my three P's. Yeah. What are the three P's you say? Oh, uh, positives. Here they are, and I'll do rapid form because we've mentioned them a lot. So they're not outside of the box of what we've talked about. Uh, P number one, the Usos Mm. promo. God, that's great. And their character. Felt real and raw. The swagger, like we had mentioned about. They have it all. This is who they should be as far as heels. Now, when they're baby faces, I like them as baby faces as what they were doing. I think Mm -hmm. that baby face is the best baby face because it had swagger, authenticity, Something that everyone could be like, okay, I would do that if you told me to be babyface. Mm-hmm. And the kids are like, that's a lot of bright colors and fireworks. I right. like that too, right? And a chant. Yeah. Yep. So the Usos, though, is heels. Again, they feel raw. They feel real. They feel authentic. I yes. love it. On that same uh, spectrum, uh, my P2 is Kevin Owens' promo to start off raw. Mm-hmm. Spotlight yeah. on him. Yep. No more jokes. We're not calling Charlie, you know, uh, Charles or anything like that. We're and we're, not not the timid. I'm afraid, but I'm, right, yeah. You know, I'm still. I thought we like weren't going to fight Braun Strowman right. kind of guy. It was the I'm the best. I'm the baddest. I'm the fattest, and I'm going to kick your ass. It literally was like this isn't a fucking joke anymore. Right. So right. I loved it. Again, yep. authentic, I'm real, something that's relatable. Yeah. And then. Third, it's from SmackDown, and this was kind of the whole thing, but I wanted to be more specific. But the Battle Royal, mm-hmm. first off, 
everyone except for Mojo Raleigh, which it's fucking Mojo Raleigh, yeah. but everyone had a storyline after the match was over. Yes. Nothing has been confirmed, but we still have something to build off of. Now we right. have AJ Luke Harper. We have Cena um, Miz. We have Corbin and Dean Ambrose. And then hey, there's a uh, Mojo, which will be a part of a U.S. title or, you Battle know, Royal. intercontinental Andre, champion Andre Battle, Battle Royal. Royal. I yeah. bet he wins the damn thing too. Right. Yeah. He wins the Andre, the giant yep. battle Royal. Mm. Yeah. But I also like that all of their promos. I mentioned that earlier. I like that all their promos felt, uh, original authentic to who their character was. Yes. Dolph Ziggler's kind of was weak, but it was still to kick some glass. Follow that. Right. Yeah. Dean Ambrose. I'm obsessed with Baron Corbin. Here's a fucking picture of him. Right. Yep. It was all that stuff. I loved it. It was perfect i thought it was classic storytelling to get you to the match and then like i said the match post-match we all have storylines except for mojo which it's mojo it's mojo all right well that was a great show i like those three p's i liked all the emailers the tweet the tables all the news i mean some of the news was sad news obviously but it was a good week of wrestling and we'll be back next week yeah we'll be back Next week, make sure to check out our website, SpanishAnnounceTable.net. Our Twitter is at Table Show. We're on the Instagram uh, as Tweet the table. table. Yep, and we're on the Facebook as Facebook.com slash SpanishAnnounceTable Podcast. Go do all those things. Donate some money to us. Uh, go to our cafe press. Buy some stuff. Help us out. Yeah, come on with it. All right, and we'll be back next week for episode 188. Spanish Announce Table on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And... Honey from Honeybees is actually their vomit. Trainingtopicsnetwork.com.